You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals podcast. What up, everybody? I want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast where black society, black culture, black history and religion collide. And we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy, Emmanuel. I'm back in the kitchen whipping it up. And today's episode is brought to you by me because I love you. All right. Now, um, what I'm going to do this episode is play for you the full conversation, a full interview that I had with my guy, Lowell Fantroy on the Mindset Over Method podcast. I have played like a 20, 25 minute uh, clip of our conversation, um, but I'm going to go ahead and share the whole thing with you guys if you haven't already heard it. So um, essentially, you know, you're going to hear about my mindset uh, about starting the podcast, being an entrepreneur, what it took to get me there. I have shared that at various points through the podcast, but this is just a really dope conversation that we went into just speaking about mindset and what it takes to follow your goals or just some strategies, man. So um, without further ado, let's get into this conversation. Hope you all enjoy it. I love y'all. Grace and peace. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Mindset Over Method podcast. And I'm telling y'all, I'm excited for this next guest. Um, I don't like, I ain't gonna say guest. He's, he's a brother. He's a cousin. Already. <laughs> you know how black folks, we know each other for a long time. We call each other cousins. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he's a cousin because especially how I'm gonna open this up, Emmanuel Williams, you know, and, and the name of this episode is Emmanuel Williams, y'all. And uh, it's like an introduction to um, who he is. And I believe that we go collab more, you know, down the road. I That's believe fact, that. For sure. You know what I mean? Because uh, of, of the stuff Alive We Live is doing. But we just excited to talk about him. We excited to talk about he has a podcast. And we're going to talk about that podcast. We're going to talk about his perspective um, that he learned over the past years of hearing other people's perspective. Why sure. did you start it? And um, because what intrigued me about Emmanuel Williams, and I haven't even, you know, completely introduced him yet, but what intrigues me about you, um, I'm talking to the audience and I'm talking to you For at sure. the same time, um, is that, um, yeah, well, you, your entrepreneurship, your entrepreneurship, and what intrigues me about you is the fact that you open up this podcast to, um, hear different perspectives and it was an episode that inspired me that recent episode that you was kind of telling the people like where what is next for your podcast what is mm. next for socks and sandals mm. so obviously we'll get into that yeah um the dude is inspiring to me he's who he is to me is an entrepreneur who he is to me is a is a a, a man who is using his voice um and also using his voice and talk about issues and um, try to try to get some solutions and create conversations and um, and using his platform to uh, to actually spread awareness 
whatever it is he's trying to spread. But it's just inspiring to see your growth, to see from afar. I've been on a couple of your episodes. Yep. Uh, Socks and Sandals podcast. Episode 11. Is it episode 11? Yeah. Dang, knew uh, it. And then, so you was early in the game, man. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you for coming on so early. Oh, yeah. Back when I had no notoriety, it was just like <laughs> on the strength of the people that really rock with me, bro. Exactly. So, that, so that means a lot. Exactly. Um, and then episode like 70-something. It was in the Religion and Worldview series. Wow, wow. So like 71, 72, something like that. So No, that's dope. Yeah, so, man. Well, we're going to get into it. That's that's who I think Emmanuel, Emmanuel Williams is to me uh, a little bit more than that. But um, um, I just want to talk about real quick before uh, I got a couple questions to ask you. But before right. we get into discussion, yeah. me and Emmanuel go way back. Way, and way, I think way, I'm going to surprise him with some some information oh, um, <laughs> a little bit. Because I, I, when I was just thinking about this yesterday, I was thinking about us. I was like, dang. We go way back, but it's been so many like gaps and blanks yeah. between the years For and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So when I was young, I moved from Los Angeles over mm-hmm. here to Oregon, and we the, we uh, went to a black church. We wanted my parents wanted to find a black church, which is um, Mount Olivet Baptist Church at the time. Yeah, and it was just small, very 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 small, small at the time. The old, the new place now. Yeah, uh, they that was it was an old wrestling ring, and it was just trash. Yeah, piece of junk. And uh, but. And I met you and your family. Your mm-hmm. your family always been uh, a blessing at a young age. At that time, to uh, our family and my sure. dad and your dad was friends and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's crazy. And uh, we end up. I end up moving to the suburbs. He stayed in Portland, so he he continued to have that Northeast Portland slang talk. <laughs> <laughs> Already. <laughs> They don't say cars; they say cores. <laughs> cores. That's how it is. In, that's how it is in L.A. Though too. I'm from yeah. L.A. and that's exactly how they talk. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Emmanuel. Back in the day, we got history. Then fast forward real quick. Um, we bumped heads, and we was going to different churches. Like mm-hmm. maybe 20 years later, mm-hmm. uh, you were still going to Mount Olivet. I was okay. going to a different church at the time, and we we had. I remember we had Bible studies together. Mm-hmm. And we also had some uh, debates together about I don't know if you remember. About oh yeah, yeah, yeah Christian yeah. hip hop is it for the church? You know, versus you know what I mean. Just right, that whole right, debate. Right. I yeah, had yeah. some stupid, immature, <laughs> dumb opinions back in the day. <laughs> Didn't and we all though? We you know all what I mean? did. Like that's we all did. That's the nature of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, always wanting to get my point across, mm-hmm. but not necessarily doing it. The most constructive way exactly you know but i was just i always believed in what i believed in mm-hmm. and I always went hard i think you the same way oh yeah, yeah. absolutely you yeah. wasn't budging i remember that <laughs> you know not at all and um not at all but i just want to real quick you have a podcast right now yes sir and i just want to ask you a little bit what episode are you on first of all Man, I think I just put out episode 129 this, this past week. 29 episodes. So yes, that's sir. 129 conversations within them. Well, how many? Two and a half years. Two, two, it's two and a half years? Two and a half. It, it started almost three, bro. February 2017. Are you serious? Yeah, it's been that long. Damn. Time is flying, bro. Time is flying for yeah, real. Yeah. So in three years, how much did your perspective change by hearing other people's perspectives? Uh. First of all, I what is your say, podcast about? For sure. Socks and Sinos podcast, man, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews, man. So it's 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 about a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, society, culture, history, and religion. There's, there's a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. You know, it's pretty broad. But, you know, we talk a lot about race and religion. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's kind of where it started out and where it's gone as I've changed and evolved as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and some things that were always there, uh, you know, beneath the surface, now they've come to the surface. And it's more about um, enlightening, inspiring, and, and empowering black people. See. You know, mm-hmm. so th- that's that's what it's about right now. That's what I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until something else happens in my life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's that's the path that I'm on. And that's those are the types of conversations that I'm going to have moving forward. You know what I mean? That's, but, um, that's dope. But the 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 podcast, I mean, it's a lot of things. It's a yeah. it's a platform for people to be themselves, to mm-hmm. speak unapologetically. Um, I intentionally try not to go after like big name type people mm-hmm. um, because I, I wanted to create a platform where everyday people could just be themselves. Yeah. Um, I started it because when I was planning to, to do it, you know, back in 2016, um, the PC culture was, was high, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. was being controlled and we're still controlled to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. I was noticing like I worked in sales my whole life ever since yeah. I got out of college and so I had a level of freedom in my workplace mm-hmm. to do what I needed to do to get the result that I wanted. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't have to deal with a lot of politics. Yeah. And so it didn't matter what I did outside of work. As long as I came to work and I performed and my numbers was right, didn't nobody give me no issues. But I noticed that people that didn't have those type of jobs or weren't entrepreneurs, um, they they couldn't speak their mind mm-hmm. at work. They were controlled by PC culture and HR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of bleeds over into regular society and you look, you listen to the radio, you watch, you know, news, you know what I mean? On Mm -hmm. on television and everybody is trying to toe the line of Mm -hmm. what's okay and what's not okay. Mm -hmm. And then you just become a person that you can't be yourself. Like where, where can you be yourself? Exactly. You know? And so I was like, yo, what are we doing in this world Mm -hmm. if we can't be ourselves? You know what I mean? And so I wanted to create a platform where everyday people could talk about everyday things unapologetically, Mm -hmm. bro. Like just whatever you believe. okay, it might not be right right now, Mm -hmm. but you might be ahead of the curve. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, we need to hear that. We need to have that conversation, Mm -hmm. because if we don't, then who's having a conversation? The people that are in control. Exactly. So if only the people that are in control having a conversation and not you, what does that Mm -hmm. make you? somebody who's being controlled exactly and we shouldn't be in that position so that's that's why i created the show and mm-hmm. um and going back to your original question like mm-hmm. how has it changed me mm-hmm. i'm a totally different person oh I totally bet. different you I know bet. like i thought i knew everything before ah. i went into it i thought i was going to create the religious version r- religious version of first take mm. You know what I mean? And I thought, all right, boom, I'm going to put a Christian across from a Muslim, an atheist across from a Buddhist, or whatever, whatever. And then mm-hmm. we're going to do that. We're just going to go at it. Yeah. And let the, the let the best man win. Mm-hmm. Let the most solid ideology stand and let the other one get burnt up. Wow. Then all of a sudden. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> I realized that some of the stuff that I thought I was firm on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or some of the stuff that I thought was like 100% true, I had to realize that everything ain't, ain't what it seemed. Mm-hmm. And if I be honest with myself, I have to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, m- my life has changed quite a bit. For, mm-hmm. But for the better, a lot of growth, man. It's, it's crazy how much you can grow yeah. from talking to experts mm-hmm. about things that you've been curious about but never really read a book about or just got into it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm talking to certain people that have read 20, 30, 40 books on a particular topic. Wow. And they're giving me all the game and all the nuggets that they've acquired over years. Mm-hmm. Like this one dude read like over a thousand books. Wow. 
had a four hour conversation with him and extracted information like master class university wow. PhD level mm-hmm. education that I'm getting for free. Yeah. From this guy. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty about podcasts yeah, and having man. guest speakers and creating that platform is the fact that you can. It's kind of selfish in a way. You can sit and it's listen very to experts from a different point of view <laughs> and get some game. Yeah. And and, take, and, and level up. Man, yeah. That's dope. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like podcasting gives you access to people that you otherwise would never have access to. Mm-hmm. Or you would have to pay good money mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Or you would just have to have a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like it, when I talk to... Uh, to Joanne Hardesty when she was running for uh, city commissioner yeah. or city city council, um, if I didn't have a podcast, I wouldn't be able to go to her house and talk to her. Nah, see that's for, true. For an hour and a half, never thought about that. Never, I, mm-hmm. it's it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, Joanne, I want to I want to come to your house and talk to you. For what? I just want to talk to you, but I just want to pick your brain. Mm-hmm. Mm, let me get you. <laughs> let me talk to, call my assistant. <laughs> yeah, real. email my assistant, mm-hmm. and then we'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And we know that they'll get back to me three hundred and sixty six days of later which is basically never it's not happening yeah it ain't happening and and that's what inspires me seeing your journey be honest with you because i started podcasts um different ideas i started a lot of brands at different companies trying to figure out man what can like you know i had a lot of conflict internally with me on my identity far as like being in ministry Mm -hmm. and i'm called to be behind a pulpit or i'm called to to be in both like Mm. i was kept categorizing myself and but seeing you inspires me because yeah, I remember you heavy was talking about religious worldviews, mm-hmm. but then you went on to all different other topics, and I and I was I'm just watching it, and I was like, man, this is real cool. This is this is pretty tight, and to see you go in and seeing your journey, the mm-hmm. quality increasing, all that type mm-hmm. of stuff, and one thing applaud for you is consistency. Man, you know, you, man, bro. you've been consistent, and it's inspired me. And your lap that podcast I listen, I think the last podcast I listened to, I haven't listened to every one, but the last mm-hmm. one I listened to was just you talking about your journey in podcasting. Yeah, and it just inspired me. Like, dang, that is so tight. His journey, like, you can start off with this one intention, and just it's okay to let it go and evolve to something else. I always said I that, knew it was going to be like that, but you, so you knew it was going to evolve. Oh, I knew it. Was, I mean, I'm surprised I'm still doing it. To be honest, <laughs> I did. I didn't. Yeah. I, it was just a, it was an experiment. Mm-hmm. Like I was just trying to prove to myself that I could do something. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know how like you, me and you were pretty confident guys, yeah. right? And yeah. so it, we don't even got to do nothing if we see something, yeah, and it looks attainable. Like man, like, I, man could I, do I, that. I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. Oh, like yeah. seriously, no bro. Doubt. No doubt. Like you listening to somebody, I'm just like, and I would listen to podcasts constantly, me bro. Too, like yeah. when I was working out in Hillsboro, driving, I'm I'm in the car two hours a day, mm-hmm. so I got to do something. Yeah, you know the radio is trash. I'm listening to the same songs after a while. There's yep. only so many songs I want to listen to. Exactly. So you start listening to podcasts, it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and I'm listening. I'm like, all right, this is cool, but everybody's talking about the same thing. <laughs> everybody's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about podcasting. Like, it's a, it's, it can rock you to sleep um, with your ambition and with, what you think you can do because mm. it seems very easy. Yeah. And then once you start doing it, oh, it's a lot harder than yeah. what it, what oh, it sounds yeah. like. Yes. But I, but I believed in my heart cause I always wanted to be in radio. Mm. I looked into it um, pretty intensely. Um, I used to call into the talk, the sports talk radio um, when I first got out of college all the time. I was on the John Canzano radio show for a couple of months. He would have me wow. on every week and uh, it was like the jury and have four people on and then he would throw these things out and then we would, you know, whatever, give our take on it. Um, and so 
and that was just from me calling all the time. And then I met him one time. I was like, hey, bro, I call you all the time. He's like, oh, for real? <laughs> you should be on the show. I was like, yeah, put me on. So mm-hmm. so I, I always wanted to do it. I felt like I, I could do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was just like, man, I'm about to so do you got, it. So that's cool. You, yeah, you got that little background yeah. in that. You always wanted to. It's funny for me. I, um, I didn't go to college, but at the time, I mean, when I was aspiring to go to college in high school, I was like, man, I want to go to UW. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to go and get my communications degree because I want to be a, a TV host. I yeah. want to host a, you know, Hollywood, you know, Access, BET. I want to be a VJ mm-hmm. on MTV, whatever right. it is. VJ I wanna, on MTV, you know, man. Or just a host Who 106 didn't be Park. A VJ? I know. Man, that was the You know what I mean? Media and radio was the thing. And I didn't know it was yours and stuff like that. But no. Nah, I mean, I, I majored cool. in marketing in school. Um, so, so I didn't yeah. know that. I would eventually pursue this like this, but I I always had mm-hmm. a desire to do it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm listening to the podcast. I don't hear the podcast that I want to hear. So I create the podcast. Mm-hmm. That I want to hear. I'm, I'm talking about the things that I want to hear about yeah. and things that I want to learn about. Mm-hmm. And so um, I knew I didn't have one specific category. Yeah. And so I made it broad. Yeah. Intentionally so that I wouldn't um, pigeonhole myself into exactly. one thing and get stuck mm-hmm. because when I started talking about religion, after about five or six episodes, I was done. I'm like, yeah. yo, I can't do this. I can't talk about religion week after week after week. Yeah. Like, this is intense. Mm-hmm. And it's emotional. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, yo, yeah. I can't I can't take that. I got to lighten up. And so, just started getting into other things. But before, before I started, I told myself, I was like, look, I'm going to commit to doing this for a year. That's dope. Like, no matter what happens, I have to do this for a full calendar year. Mm. And then at the end of the year, I'm going to see if I still want to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, after about six episodes, I was like, yo, how am I going to come up with content? Mm. After about literally 15 episodes, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I don't know if I can do it. Mm. And I was just racking my brain. I'm like, how can I keep coming up with stuff to talk about mm. every week? Yeah. This is wild, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, and then I'll never forget um, episode 20 with my guy, Paul. Um, and I wasn't getting a lot of traction. Yeah. Um, but episode 20. How, how much at, at episode 20? How much like before episode? You was probably about to say it, but how many views you was kind of getting? Oh, man. Well, I wasn't getting a lot of listens. I was on SoundCloud only. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't even yeah, on I iTunes. That. I wasn't on that's nothing. That's true. So SoundCloud by alone, I was getting like 30 to 40 listens. Yeah. That's you know, good. per, that's per good episode. Start, start for first 10. <laughs> man. But still, <laughs> I was just like, yo, this this is a waste of time. You mm-hmm. know, like I am not doing something right. So I was racking my brain like, how am I going to get more exposure? And I'm listening to Gary Vaynerchuk all the time. Yeah, yeah. And Gary shout V. Shout out to Gary. Man, shout out to Gary, man. That's mm-hmm. my guy. I got to talk to him For one real. day. But, like, you listening to Gary V, you're going to get some game. Mm-hmm. So, at that time in 2017, it, it was still 2017, Facebook was still a big deal. Mm. Like, everybody was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It wasn't kind of lame where no, all your, right. your aunties and parents yep. and stuff <laughs> is on there. So, uh, I was like, I'm going to just go live on Facebook. Mm. And so I started going live, but then episode 20, I had my guy Paul on, and he had been incarcerated for like five years. Nobody knew he that. was home. And when oh, nobody he, knew he was home. Nobody knew he was home. He was only home for like a month, but like mm-hmm. a lot of folks didn't even know he was back. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was rocking with him. Like he reached out to me to like the second day he was out of jail. I was like, bro. And we never really even talked like that. Like we played football together in high school, but mm-hmm. he's two years younger than me, whatever. But he was like, hey, man, I know you're a man of God. 
and I'm going through my sobriety, and I want you to rock with me, bro. And I was like, cool, I got oh, you. And dope. so we was just talking on the phone every day from then and then on. And then we met up, and he told me his whole story. I had never knew it. Like, wow. I seen him around town, but mm-hmm. I never knew what he went through. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was in jail mm-hmm. until he got out. And so um, brought him on the show. And we had, you know, well over a thousand views on uh on Facebook, mm. on, uh, Facebook Live, and I, and up to that point, I was I had only done like five or six, and I was getting like three to five hundred views. So like mm-hmm. for it to double, and then that just gave visibility to the show, mm-hmm. and then from that point on, like stuff was popping, and I was getting more listens, um, and people were just contacting, engaging, me. Huh? yeah, they were engaging, and people just wanted to come on the show, or mm-hmm. they just wanted, hey, how can you can you show me how to start a podcast, what, and so. Yeah, it just grew from there, and um, and I was going Facebook Live for the next like twenty or so episodes, mm-hmm. um, but then I stopped because you know it is a podcast, and I'm very particular about um the listening portion. Mm. And at the end of the day, I I told myself I was only going to do it for a year, but when I do something like I'm trying to knock it out the park. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I want to be the best podcaster possible. I want to be able to work in a way where I don't have to be on location because mm. um, at the end of the day like if you want to if if you're a great podcaster you can work from anywhere you just mm-hmm. got your laptop you got your mics or you just got your phone mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and you're yeah. doing remote conversations and mm-hmm. and so i want to be the best podcaster possible i want to have mm-hmm. to be strapped to a, a certain location um mm-hmm. that's that's the goal and that's the dream so i'm like that's i got to get this audio i got to focus on the conversation because the video takes away from the conversation yeah. when you're listening back to it it's it's a totally different le- le- totally different leaning, leaning like i call it uh there's two different types of uh, consumption of content. Yeah. You lean in or you lean back. Mm. Lean back is more like, hey, I'm leaning back. I'm chilling. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, I, I just want to li- put on something and yeah. listen to something. Chill. Um, or you in traffic. Let's lean back. Lean right. in is more, I got to see it. Yeah. I got to see whatever. It's more like watching a movie. Yeah. Lean back is listen to audio. And I think leaning back is being more... Um, audio is just growing in general. Yeah. And it's tell you, you so you started in 2017. Yeah. That's like like the perfect time now. Everybody think they a podcaster. <laughs> just like everybody thought they was a rapper back in the day. But right. I love it because I yeah. think everybody should use their voice and you use yours. But it's yours, still it's you know? still a relatively new it's still it's still like, new. You know? Yeah. And so um it does it is nice to be somewhat ahead of the curve. I mean mm-hmm. these cats that have been in this since, you know, 2010, oh, 2011. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're dominating. But that's that's one thing that I've noticed about mm-hmm any well i'll say with the music industry i noticed that like people that was rapping for a long time eventually once you if you're consistent with anything yeah and you continue to make incremental progress yeah your time is coming Mm -hmm. as long as long as you don't quit yeah that's it i noticed that in music all the time it was people that was great for years are you talking about locally nationally like i would watch like you know, if if you study like Cash Money or or No Limit or um like the Cats and Saint uh, Nelly and you know what I mean like oh, those yeah, guys, no, yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of rappers, you know Jay Z, anybody who was doing it, typically if they were a, a superstar, mm-hmm. they have been doing it for a while before they got their big break and mm-hmm. everybody's attention shifted to them. Yeah, like even E Forty, like he's been rapping for decades. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be certain points in time where like everybody's on E Forty. Exactly. Right now. Nah. Like yeah. Jim Jones been rapping with the Diplomats for years, yep. but like he just put out an album this year and everybody's like, "Yo, Jim Jones is that dude." But Jim Jones been doing yeah, this for, for years, a decade. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So everybody gets their time to shine as long mm-hmm. as they keep going, as long as they continue to perfect their craft. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, that's how I see podcasting and or doing anything yeah. in, the, in the entertainment industry, like. As long as you continue to perfect your craft and get better, it don't matter. It's, it's, there's no real competition. Mm-hmm. 
in this. Yeah. In rapping, unless you're battle rapping. But like yeah. Yeah. rapping in the studio, yeah. it's just you and the mic. Mm-hmm. Get better, bro. Yeah. So with me and podcasting, it's just me and the mic and whoever I'm sitting across from. Mm-hmm. And and my audience, I'm engaging with them, but like I'm listening to myself, I'm reviewing what I'm doing. I'm like, yo, am I getting better? Yeah. If I'm not getting better, then I need to take time to like strategize and see what I need mm-hmm. to do. So and I, and the follow up with that, I want to ask you that question. Mm. Now that you're saying, man, you started your podcast, you got into it, say, I don't know if I can finish out this year that I said I was gonna yeah. do. Yeah. You know, to now that like, oh no. This is exactly what my podcast direction. This is where we're going. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're doing your life purpose? For sure. Yeah. A thousand percent. That's dope. That's a dope. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what keeps me going. Like mm-hmm. even before I started monetizing it, I just knew mm-hmm. that this is this is what this is like this has been waiting for me. Absolutely. I didn't know it was Absolutely. waiting for him, but this was waiting for mm-hmm. me. Like, you know, I did music. You yeah. know, I started making beats when I was 15. Mm-hmm. I, I rapped a little bit, but I knew I wasn't a rapper. Mm-hmm. But I just love making music so yeah. much yeah. that I put out an album. Just because mm-hmm. I love the process of putting you songs creator. together. I'm a creator, man. Yeah, you- and so, and, and people always ask me, bro, why don't you still make beats? You know what I mean? Why, mm-hmm. Am I myself? Why don't you Every time rap? I see you like messing with GarageBand, I'm thinking that you're making a beat or something. Nah. And uh, you're doing podcasts. My wife, I'm like, bro. Are you coming wife, out of retirement? Nah, I'm not, bro. <laughs> and, and everybody like, bro, I know you, you know, Deshaun, everybody want me to come. Speedy. Speedy been trying mm-hmm. to get me to back, get back on beats. Because mm-hmm. like right now is an amazing time to be a producer because all the ways that you can sell and make money and mm-hmm. license. That's and true. All these, you know, like online Absolutely. platforms and Man. everybody needs beats like vh1 mm-hmm. has you know the little the beats in the background like cats is getting paid tens of thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. that so speedy's like bro you can get on licensing now bro you can go online you can go on beat stars you can sell your i'm like yeah bro i mm-hmm. feel you there's a lot of money in it mm-hmm. but i'm not doing this for the money no exactly uh i, I didn't do i mean you you want to be great but like mm-hmm. you don't you don't do it just for the money yeah I eventually want to get money, but like, of course, but music doesn't, there's no passion for music. I lost that passion a long mm-hmm. time ago, but that the excitement that I used to get like the night after I made like a dope beat. Yeah. And then I just can't go to sleep. I'm up till like three, four in the morning. I'm just mm-hmm. replaying that beat and mm-hmm. just like vibing. Yeah. That's how I feel every time I have an episode. bro. Mm. Like I go home and I listen to it. I'm like, Oh, this is so dope. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to edit this bro. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to put this out. Like, you know what I mean? So, like that high that I get from creating is now in podcasting. And, That's um, dope. That's so dope. And this this is sustainable. <clears throat> um, I do have to rely on people, but I really don't. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it comes down to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to wait and sell a beat for me to get on. Exactly. So, for someone to recognize my work or mm-hmm. like I can be productive from that or make money from that. I, I do it myself. Exactly. You know, and so um, it's, it's very empowering. And it's just like I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. No, from afar looking at it, I'm like. He hit his stride. He hit his flow. Mm. And um, even back in the day, it wasn't surprising me that you started a podcast because mm. you made beats. Mm. And I made beats back in the day, but I, w- I wouldn't consider myself a, f- a real producer. I just did it because I was, I, I, you know, and I made music and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, no, but like for on, on the real tip, like it didn't surprise me when you started. Because I remember when you made a YouTube, you made a video years ago of making, I think you was in college making a beat or something. Oh, yeah, on yeah, some, yeah. some big old I don't know I what I still type got of, that uh, thing. Rolling MV8000. Big old beat machine, bro. <laughs> old school. And I was like, this dude is is, is tight. And and now, like, what you're doing now is to me is very similar. And I think back in the day, we didn't realize we were limited in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, yeah, hip hop. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm a I'm a, a rap 
it's going to be the number one form of entertainment or media that I do. It's going to be music. Right. But as time goes, uh, more opportunities arise, and we realize, dang, I'm more than a, an athlete. I grew up in an athletic family. I'm more than a rapper. Mm-hmm. I actually got a voice. Like, for instance, no different from uh, what LeBron James is doing with interrupt, Uninterrupted. You know what I mean? It's that you're more than just what you thought you were, and all of a sudden – now podcasting is becoming like, like man, my life purpose. And I, I think from afar, I was like, this is what this dude is supposed to do. Yeah, You know what I mean? Especially the consistencies and the, the type of uh, content you was coming up with. I'm like, he's killing it over there. And uh, I know, that, that's, why, that's why I asked you that question. I said, I'm not going to leave it. Because one of the questions I wrote down, do you think this is your life purpose? Yeah. And I figured, hey, you're killing it. Yeah, so, easily, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just – it's it's crazy, bro. Like when you when you find when you find that thing, like the one thing, it's like I I didn't like I said it, this has been waiting for me. I didn't know no that it was gonna come this way, but um, I thought it was music. Mm. I thought it was music when I was a kid. I thought, oh man, I'm about to be Master P. I'm about to be Dame Dash. Like those are the people that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, mass I wanted to be Master P. Like yeah. that that was oh, my yeah, guy. Everybody. And I I respected him to the core. Still do to this day. Mm-hmm. Um. But I remember telling my parents one day, like, I, I got in trouble for something. And they was just like, how you going how you gonna do what you want to do in life if you if you doing this? Mm. And they was like, um, what what do you want to be? I know you got dreams. Like, yeah, I wanna be uh I wanna have the biggest record label in the world. I was like, and they was like, All right, well, if that's the case, you can't be doing knucklehead stuff like this. Mm. Um But I've always thought big I've, big, yeah. I've always seen myself as making an impact business wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if that doesn't come, like I'm gonna shoot for the moon so I can land on the stars. That's cliche as that sound. Absolutely. But like I'm always gonna have high aspirations for mm-hmm. myself, and I just I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I have did. a I have a long way to go in this podcasting game, mm-hmm. but the fact that I know that I'm doing something that is my life purpose and something that I love, mm-hmm. just it, it gives me that boost to like know that you know what keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Keep going and, and like. I think you answered this question I'm about to ask right now mm. is I was about to ask is how did you get that mindset? But just a simple question that your parents ask you when you step out of line is like, hold on, what is your dreams and your goals? Oh, I want to be I want to have the biggest record. Label. It's, it's, it's in my DNA, bro. Like, so, that's, it's just who I've been. Like when a, I, mm-hmm. I distinctly remember being like seven years old and watching Magic Johnson. And I don't know why it's this one shot, but he was like on the baseline he was wide open like a 15-footer, mm-hmm. and he missed it. And I was like, I can make that shot. Mm. I'm going to the NBA. Mm. <laughs> like, so, I, I always thought I could do everything that I've seen great people mm. do. You sound like Kanye West right now, bro. <laughs> 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 I, I, oh, I could do that. Yeah, I got but that. I, I've I always, like, there no, were, you could good. not tell me when I was a kid that mm-hmm. I wasn't. Go but, I, but I knew I, I was good in, in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, I was decent. You know what I mean? Like, at my school. And mm-hmm. so because I know I was one of the best kids at my school, I'm like, I'm going to go to the NBA and do that. Absolutely. You know, and it was certain things I was very, like, if I had any confidence, I had all the confidence. Mm. Um, when I was a kid, I ran track. I was never the fastest in track. I would look at people in the Olympics. I never thought that I could go to the Olympics and do what they did. Mm-hmm. I was decent, but yeah. I wasn't that great. We went yeah. to national track meets. We traveled. We did a, We did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I knew I, I knew that wasn't me. But yeah. there's certain things, like if I got a little bit of t- a little bit of yeah, skill, yeah. and I know that I can outpace or outdo, mm-hmm. you know, nine out of ten, like 
I'm, I'm about to be that about guy. You know, track is one of those things that will you come to that reality. Track quick, will though. humble it you, will bro. Humble you. It you will. out there by yourself, <laughs> and that's one of the most anxieties I ever got. Is oh, a tra- before man. a track meet, track Ooh, event. Wee. Um, I can fo- I play football, basketball, but track was one of those. Man, because you got, like you said, you out there by yourself. Mm-hmm. Can't Period. rely on nobody else. Ain't no excuses. Mm-hmm. If you get beat, you got beat, and you can't say, well, what happened was, I, you know, old boy missed the block, and that's why I got tackled. Nah, bro. You just like ran no, that was you, and you were slow. And you can't slack <laughs> when it comes to track because you can't you can't party and nothing like that nah, at all. You nah. can't because uh, you feel it. That's yeah. one of those sports you can't get away with. But yeah. that mindset is powerful. What you speak right now is confidence and boldness, and it's, you said it's in your DNA. Yeah, and um, and that's what's keeping you driving. And that's what we talk about here on this on this podcast is try to get in your story, your mm-hmm. perspective, your journey whatever that is, mm-hmm. and you just spilled out some beans of your mindset. It's just basically, I ain't stopping. I'm, I found my life purpose, um, and I found out the more stories I listen to, the more I don't know and the more perspectives I need to mm-hmm. need to uh, revisit. But the, main, but the main thing is is not stopping, though. Mm. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I know that. Mm-hmm. Like it, but in this game, yeah. I know that I don't have to be the most talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I just I just look at what I'm getting into and mm-hmm. I study it, and like I said, for the most even with rapping, like you don't have to be the best rapper. Mm-mm. You just have to work hard. Mm-hmm. And I remember a line from Mystical. I'm sure he ain't the first person to say this thing, but he said ninety percent of this ish is your business, ten percent is your talent. Mm. And that stuck in my mind as a teenager when I'm listening to hip hop, and then I'm just thinking about business and mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? I always knew i was gonna go to go to school and, and major in business you know what i mean like yeah but that was one principle that i kept i'm like 90 percent is your business 10 mm-hmm. percent is your talent mm-hmm. so if i'm gonna be good in music i'm good in podcast whatever i do my business mm-hmm. got to be right yeah you know what i mean yep. so and also I, like i was saying like consistency effort like even nipsey bro mm. He was just like, yeah. he said, the only thing that separated me from other people was like, yeah, I just I like- kept going. The marathon continues, <laughs> yep, bro. Yep. He said that was the only distinguishing quality was mm-hmm. that I kept going. Yep. And if you listen to Nipsey's old stuff, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. Nipsey 2011, 2012 is not that great. Mm-hmm. Blue Lace, the first Blue, La- Blue Laces is nothing, but Blue Laces 2, mm-hmm. it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. He started in what 20, 2007, 2008. Yeah, he was on the he, grind. He kept going. Yeah, he, he's about our age too. It's not yeah. like he's some new millennial. His yeah. dude's back in the so day. So ev- everybody ain't mm-hmm. Drake. I realize mm-hmm. that, and I yeah. don't. I don't get jealous when I see other people rise mm-hmm. up. Like I don't want that. Yeah, I exactly. want. I, I want to get it the long way. I'd rather be E40 man. Than I am Jay-Z. so satisfied with the long way. Yeah. But back, I'm just now. But be honest with you, that's just something new to me. You know mm. what I mean? I used to. I wanted to do do as fast as I can and. Uh, but now I like I love the long way because I'm learning every little bit and every little thing that I do for my company, for mm-hmm. the brand. Mm-hmm. It's like a brick and it's building something. Yeah. And um, but I tell you what, no, it's right. The consistency is just just huge because it's not how you start. It's how you, you know, because and another thing you're talking about is like you got some people will start big. But mm. then they had drizzle off. I've seen that. You know what I mean? I've seen it with podcasts. I've seen people mm. that got way, they would start out way more listens. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, that's kind of crazy. They Out the gate, they mm-hmm. killing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But they not here no more. And that's not, not a knock to them, but that's like, that's just, just the reality. Yeah. Like, I've seen people start and stop, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just like get out of the media game altogether. Like, mm-hmm. they came in with release parties, big videos, big <laughs> photo shoot. I've seen mm-hmm. it all, bro. Mm-hmm. And then they not doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's know, not 18, sustainable. 18 months, two years later, and then I'm yeah. like, bro, this is – It's uh, not sustainable. That's the thing about me. I'm just I'm, – I'm like – I'm all or nothing, and uh, and I know how to do a lot of stuff. And just because I know how to do it, so I, I think I should do it and like to the biggest. And when mm. I do it like that, I go – Dan, I don't know if I can sustain this. Mm. You know what I mean? Then I find a lot about myself. Can I speak about this subject like you were saying for a long time? I want to speak more about. Right. I want to speak about religion. I want to speak about what's going on in our current news. Yeah. I want to speak about everything. Mm -hmm. But that's why we created this. That's why it took so long to pivot to this podcast, this mindset over method. Mm -hmm. It's everything starts from the inside out. It's you can talk about that forever. And 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 it's it's necessary. (laughs) It's necessary. It's mad necessary. So, man, I just... Anyway, we're going to do this real quick. I want to ask you a couple questions. We're going to close this real quick. Um, but uh, I want to ask you a couple questions. So. And just this is just straight up. Like, you're busy right now. Mm-hmm. You're grinding right now. Mm-hmm. You have a successful podcast. Um, and bef- before I ask you this question real quick, you and amongst others are the next up-and-comer Portland influencers, like mm-hmm. on a bigger scale. Like, like DJ OG1. Is like since I was young, been a huge influence mm-hmm. in in the hip hop and just in the community, yeah, um, in Portland. But I'm looking at now; it's another generation that's rising up. Mm. I ain't talking about just entertainers, but I'm talking about civilized, mature, educated people who are speaking about some real good stuff in the black mm. community in Portland. And you, one of those, um, uh, and some people that didn't grow up in Portland that I believe is my, our boy Devon Horace. Oh, Devon, for you sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's some cats out there that's yeah. really doing it and it, shout out can, to dev man <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's so many people that's doing it man man and, that's that's humbling bro I, I appreciate that's how that. i see it and i said man i want to be a part of that i want to be in the midst of that and uh because yeah that's and i want to collab yeah we and collab we gonna do and stuff it like that yeah we're gonna make but, it happen. uh I appreciate yeah. that though, bro. Oh yeah, no problem. That, that's I see it. For you sure. know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's beautiful. That's humbling, man. And uh, no, if, if, have you thought about that? No, you're prob- <laughs> no. You know why? Because you're in it. You're doing it. Sometimes you got. <laughs> that has not no. crossed my mind. No, at but all. I see it though, and I, I, you know, we next. Like it's our turn, and it's beautiful because of people of the older generation, man. Yeah, yeah. So I just think it's dope. Dang, so, so you saying we about to be old? <laughs> we are. <laughs> we, we about young. to be old, bro. <laughs> Dang. I know, but I want to be. I want to. I want to help help out the next generation myself and nah, give them a sure. platform and a voice. For sure. But real quick, what are the current? Are what? What is your current mental struggle in the midst of your success in the midst of your uh, three year journey of podcasting business? Mm. You know, and raising a family and everything like that. Hmm, what is my mental struggle, man? That's a that's a tough one. Because we all battle with different mental struggles. Yeah. And that what let me define that a little bit. It's sometimes insecurities. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, man, uh roadblocks, uh, you know, creative blocks, whatever it might be, uh, mm-hmm. discouragement or or uh something that a hurdle that you have to jump over. Yeah. You know? Um I think it's getting like getting out of my own way because mm. you know i think um like when things just aren't necessarily panning out mm. um in in the way that you think it should go on your timing then oh, you can easily get discouraged oh. and then just start just having a, a downward downward spiral of mm-hmm. negative thinking of yeah. all the reasons why this isn't going your way and well if, if this doesn't happen by then and 
then man, you ain't gonna be able to. And what if the the economy you know goes down and mm-hmm. what what you gonna do then? You know, yeah, and just yeah. all these things. And it's just like, man, what am I worrying about? Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm worrying about the future that. I'm making up in my head. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, like I'm creating mm-hmm. chaos in my mind right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing has happened outside. Absolutely. Except for a little raindrop. That's it. That's it. But I'm I'm creating chaos in my head. So it's like when when things aren't necessarily going the way that I wanted to go at the rate that it, that is going, mm-hmm. um I just got to relax. Mm-hmm. But like that is that is a mental struggle. Absolutely. And that's if anybody's going into entrepreneurship, <laughs> that is going to be your Constant. biggest struggle is yeah. going to be yourself mm-hmm. and the negative talk that we have for ourselves. We kill our own dreams. Mm-hmm. We kill our own ambition. Like I said, with podcasting, with the with the people who, you know, that the, the one one person in particular that had the big you know, grand opening, mm-hmm. you know, Fireworks photo photo shoot, you know, whatever. We at the club, whatever, all this stuff. And they stopped. Nobody stopped them. Nobody came in their house and was like, give me that mic, son. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like nobody went to their job and was like, hey, you better not talk about that topic tonight. You know, mm-hmm. Nobody did anything. It was them. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, unless you go out of business and you mismanage your funds. Yeah. But when you first starting, but that's it's still just, you. Yeah, it's it's still you. <laughs> like you put yourself out of mm-hmm. business. So um, mentally, I gotta, I can't allow myself to put myself out of business. You know, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. keep my mind sharp and talk positive to positively to myself. And also, when those things are happening, when I'm worrying, that means I'm not doing something. Mm. You know, so that's my mental struggle is like allowing my mind to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mind is getting to that point because I'm not actively building. I'm just sitting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I'm sitting and I'm creating anxiety and stress, unnecessary, you know, worry for myself. Yep, that alarm goes off. So at least, you know, your little those triggers for sure. And a beautiful, beautiful thing about what you just said, too, is that um, is that uh, you said you bring I mean, not it's not beautiful. The reason why you went into anxiety, a lot of times we do this all the time, mm-hmm. is because we move, remove ourselves mm. from the present. That's it. Mm. And we don't are, we don't know what to do. Once we remove ourselves from the present, we don't we go into all kinds of hypothetical theories of what could happen. For sure. Yeah. So we thinking a lot of times we thinking about the past mm-hmm. or the future mm-hmm. and and we are panicking and we're frustrated and we're stressed. And yeah. we forgot about today ain't you are fine today. Yeah. You don't have a cancer diagnosis today. You're good today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're 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 healthy. You woke up this morning today. Dang, you ain't got to worry about that until next week. And something, anything can happen next week. Right. But a lot of times, it's um, our minds retreat and go into panic attack when we uh, when we leave that. But no, that's a struggle that I I consistently deal with mm-hmm. all, all the time, and yeah. that's something I, I practice to keep my mind bringing my mind back and changing my mindset. But man, and one thing we have to realize is that like. You're not alone, bro. Mm-hmm. Like everybody feels like that. Mm-hmm. You're not the only entrepreneur that feels like that. Exactly. Jeff Bezos, even though he's sitting on billions, like there's mm-hmm. certain days because it's all relative. Mm-hmm. Like a bad day for Jeff Bezos is the best day of our life, mm-hmm. but a bad day to him is still a bad day to him. His brain, yeah, that's his reality. Computes, that's his reality. Yeah. That's his world. So that's what every, I learned too. Yeah, is to understand the people's reality. Yeah, and sure. have empathy. That increased my empathy. Is that man? Don't matter. To me, it might be small, but right. to them, it ain't. That's so a fact. I got to respect that. Yep. Well, man, man, I appreciate this podcast, man. I appreciate no doubt, you man. being on this, and I continue to keep doing what you're doing, man. 
and um, and continue to uh, use your voice. But and before you leave, um, what is the thing that you obsess with right now? Currently, it can be a mm. TV show, it can be an app, it can be uh, whatever YouTube, anything. I don't. Um, it can be food. What? Man, <laughs> I'm not obsessed with food. <laughs> Even though I'm a little, you know what I mean? No, I'm saying. Got, got a little love like, handle. No, nah, I feel you. Um, the first thing that comes to mind, I mean, YouTube is is my best friend, bro. I'm mm, obsessed too. with YouTube, <laughs> bro. I, That's my number one consumption. Right now, um, I'm watching a lot of uh, Damon Dash. Damon mm. Dash, like, <laughs> I was watching him on my way up here. Um, I've been watching him every day for the past, like, three weeks. Wow. And it's just like, man, how could you have a as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, like how can you be in a bad mood and not feel motivated man. after you listen to Dan? It's so dope. You know? Yeah. It's just like if you're having a down day and you know, and you things ain't going your way and you thinking like, all right, man, I'm I'm gonna throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, listen to Dane. I love that. Listen to Dane. So I just I just listen to his talks or just whatever I can find on YouTube mm-hmm. from him. So anything he's spitting is always just straight nuggets. Oh man. Man. It's life, man. I do that every once in a while. I do get my Dame Dash Dash fix, yeah. man. And I like what he's doing over there in entrepreneurship. Now Dame Dash is dope. Love listening to the cat. He mm-hmm. was a but he he so many people that are thriving and successful right now in the business, including Jay Z and Kanye and all, you name it. Uh mm-hmm. It's because of Dame Dash. He yeah. taught him. Even the people that are mad at him, at Dame Dash, they said, "Yeah, I'm mad at him, but the dude did put me up on some game." You know, you know what's <laughs> crazy about Dame? If you listen to him, well, I used to listen to Gary V mm-hmm. pretty religiously. Yeah, they and now sound I listen, the same. and I listen to both of them. But like, they are the same person. They were just born in different places. Like they are, Period. they are the exact Period. same dudes. So they were just raised differently. Absolutely. Right. So it's funny because they have the same like intuition about business, about what's about to be hot, what's mm-hmm. about to be new. What they have the same like, they're not making excuses for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like go get it. Yeah. You know. Um, they're giving out free game, no gimmicks. Yeah, free game, no no gimmicks. It's all about being happy. Uh, whatever makes you happy, go after that. Mm-hmm. Don't chase the money. All like it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Similar energy. The only difference is Dame is is a black dude there from the go. hood there in New go. York, <laughs> and his you know he came up in the street, right? Yeah. So yeah. because he came up in the street, that's how he got his money was in the street. Mm-hmm. His his mother died when he was a teenager, so he didn't. There's a certain level of of compassion or empathy that you don't necessarily get imparted into you if you don't Absolutely. have your mom there because your mom is a nurturer mm-hmm. she's that you know what i mean and so and he mm-hmm. didn't have his dad in the, in the household gary v came over here first generation immigrant from from russia or belarus wherever uh, over there in the um eastern european region um he had both parents his mother gave him empathy mm. his mother taught him how to have great manners mm. and to serve and to help people wow his dad was a businessman, ran a liquor store, never seen his kids, just worked hard and mm-hmm. just built built his business up. Mm-hmm. And then Gary didn't come up in the street. He came up in the liquor store. Mm-hmm. So he worked there, and that's where he learned how to mm-hmm. deal with customers and deal with percentages and mm-hmm. learn how to grow a business from $3 million to $60 million. But, like, they both took what they had mm-hmm. and grew it. And grew it. And I like how you say that. I never looked at it broke it down like that because I, when I hear both of them talk, I didn't. I, I I I never put that together. That one shows empathy, mm-hmm. and the other, other one doesn't. doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then the other one 
the empathetic part of that person uh, died, which was his mom. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but it's not just the mom that in part, he, that's at 15. So enough empathy could have, have been in part, either. but he didn't have a father. Mm-hmm. And But also when that trauma happens, your defense mechanism kicks exactly. in and yeah. empathy is a sign of weakness. Yeah, in the street. You know, in you, the street. You can't be weak. You can't no. let nobody disrespect you. And he, Damon Dad said, man, I, 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 I didn't kill cats, but I knew how to destroy them. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to like, but also, I make him look like a fool. But also he, he, he said that, you know, he wasn't the toughest dude, but he hung out with killers. Mm. He said one thing that the killers, like the killers were the most respectful people. He said, I never had a killer disrespect me ever a day in my life. So I respect people that deserve the respect. But he said the only people that disrespect me are the nerds. Wow. The nerdiest, corniest Mm -hmm. dudes. that Trying to hijack our cool. Yeah. He's (laughs) like, those people have shown me the most disrespect ever. Mm -hmm. He said, so that's why he goes hard on those people, those Mm -hmm. nerds that don't know. Corny weirdos. He's like, if you was in the street, you can't talk to me like this. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not how you talk. Because you know if you talk like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He was like, he was saying back in, I don't know if it's settled now, but he was like, Lee Daniels owed him two million dollars. He's yeah. like, bro, you if you in the street, you can't do that. No, you, you can't walk around only that. like you. He said you're gonna be in somebody's trunk. Yeah, <laughs> you know, real oh, quick. That's, after that's that. his frame of reference. Yeah, man. So his his streets, the streets raised him, and so he moves in that way mentally. But you know, he's not physically doing it. But he still he moves on the honor code and, and all about respect for those that you know for for bosses, fellow bosses. Mm-hmm. But if you're not a boss, man, don't. Yeah. Don't, exactly. Don't talk that's to me exactly. any type of way. You know? you know, it's refreshing listening to them because I'm like, man, it reminds me that that's the freedom that we, especially we as black people, been looking for. It's not it's not just freedom from being slaves, physical slaves, but mentally as well. Mm. And I think the best way to be free is to be our own boss, is to be independent. And these things, these are the things that um, uh, fortunately white man was able to set up for their people to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the information that was hidden from us. And we had to go with normal society. Um, actually, not normal society. Normal society in general was a, just a normal, generic template of how to follow, you know what I mean, the yeah. American dream. But yeah. black folks, that was a different type of template we had to deal with and hurdles That's we had. So that being said, is that you doing your thing, you, you being resilient, rising above the oppression, uh, giving out your voice, making no excuses, creating discussions uh, locally and abroad, you hitting the world. Um, and man, it's good to have you on this podcast and looking forward for more. And I'm glad that you share your mindset. Bro, thank you for having me. So there you have it. Another episode in the books. If you are on iTunes, rate five stars, leave a comment. I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this. Holla at y'all next week. Grace and peace.